Welcome back. It's the last episode of the small series, Talks They Don't Want to Have, with Drake from Everything Culture and myself from She Gets a Pod. And I want to thank Drake for lending me his time to create this season. He does have his own podcast and a great following on TikTok and uh, for his show. And while conducting interviews for his show, he gave me his time to help collaborate with me to do this series. So please check out and support Drake from Everything Culture. Check out everythingculture.com. Support him. Check out his podcast. I know for uh, Black History Month, he will be doing great things. So please check him out. We are rolling into Black History Month, and I hope everyone supports while being less ignorant from our series. Today, we're going to discuss the episodes we did, um, Black Perseverance, some podcasts to listen to, some books to read, and just really giving you our feedback from doing this series. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. We're talking about the end of this series. Uh, welcome back to She Gets a Pod uh, and a Drake Everything culture. culture collab. Um, this is the last episode, y'all. Mm. This is the last episode of this season. Um, it's been a great one. I've enjoyed it. Trace enjoyed it. Y'all enjoyed it. I love the feedback um, that I'm getting. We, we we gave y'all 14 episodes of blackness. Okay. Mm. Nasty. Um, Beautiful. Delicious. For the last four months, we've been showing up. And uh, I just want to say a special thank you again to Drake for giving me your time, um, giving me your efforts. Uh, Drake has moved damn near from north to south during this. Hey, hey. Drake has unpacked, sweated on TikTok, putting together furniture, uh, scheduled shows, been to studios to do shows, marketing with me. Um, and and going to be putting this out again. Okay. It ain't, it ain't going to stop. We're heading into what month, y'all? We're heading into February. Just okay. Black History Month. Okay. It's always it's Black History Year. That's how we do this. But we, Because I'm, I'm like, you know what? This is so good. We're going to make sure. I'm going to have to stretch a little bit longer. I have to stretch my meats, okay? We got yeah. to make sure to continue to feed y'all. I'm a provider. I hope y'all know that. We're providing to y'all. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make sure we don't stop our excellence and what we're doing and Right. How we continue to show up for our audience uh, and how our audience show up for us as well. So I want to say thank not only you, Shan, for being so diligent right. in the work, always sharing your perspectives and coming up with this suggestion for us to collaborate and continue to build with other creators that have like minds. We greatly appreciate that. I know the audience is greatly appreciative as well. Y'all continue to show love as well as subscribing and sharing and liking. And don't only just hit Shan up directly. Leave a comment. Yes. Leave a review. We we have to ask for that. Please. Thank you. Do I need to put in the arms of an angel? (laughs) Like, what do we need to do? We need that. Okay. We want to, we talking to you. Like, don't, don't think we just talking to everybody. We're talking to you. Right. This person is listening to my voice. This person is watching us right now. Whatever you're watching us on, probably YouTube. Yeah. We appreciate your support. Thank you so much. Namaste. Um, 
talks they don't want to have. I hope they have the talks now. Mm. I just uh, wanted to lessen the ignorance of um, people in your home, people that you work with, uh, people driving to work, leaving work, people that you, you know, may go to their establishment to shop. There is a reason for everything. There's a reason why things are not equal. There's a reason why um, education is lacking. Um, we're going to go through the list of episodes that we've done, um, give a little bit of feedback on it. Uh, in this episode, at the end, I do share some books that are great resources um, for the Black American history. And I do share some podcasts that are great resources for you to educate yourself on the go, either at work, either in the car, in your headphones while you're working out, but there's no reason to not understand where Black Americans are coming from, whether you live in the United States or you live in a different country. Um, it's kind of like respect the struggle, but we're not looking at the world as look at us, we're victims. Um, we're, we're looking for understanding. We're looking for acknowledgement. We're looking for spaces to be healthy in and create that communication. That to have the what? The, Come on, Shane. What's the first pillar, Shane? <laughs> Respect, baby. Okay, yes. Respect, consistency, and communication to, to just grow. And I think when you have that in any space, it could be even friendships, Certain arguments will not be had when you have understanding. Certain uh, tones will not be given when you have understanding. And I think um, that's a big chunk of culture differences. Living in America, working and, and dealing with different people is you don't understand why that may be disrespectful. You don't understand how there's a better way to communicate that to another person. And I hope through all these episodes that we've done, you understand why Black people keep persevering through these challenges, why we keep building, why we keep, sometimes it feels like, oh, you they're bringing that up again. But we have to keep bringing it up because there's so many cultures and spaces that are acting like it never happened. There's so many uh, levels of trying to erase what we've gone through and why we're not even coming close to the levels of what people may say is success or um, having a foundation. Uh, we're still trying to set our foundation in a lot of our families and communities because those foundations that we were trying to have have been demolished throughout history. And there's so many episodes that we could have done but since October up until now, we only have so much time. <laughs> you feel me? So I just feel like we started it. And I got to say this too, like going back to respect, mm. that's what not only that we're striving for, that's what we deserve. Mm. We talk about how we receive civil rights, which has been the basic human rights for people right. just not to spit on us. But mm -hmm. to treat us as equals, which we should be treated as. And even the one of the previous episodes we've done, 
we talk specifically just about sports and the accomplishments that we received in history mm-hmm. and the first, but we're still striving for that respect still right. to this day. Hopefully when people are listening to this, they're like, oh, what's this old man talking about the next 40, 50 oh, years later? Okay. Uh, you know, I'm talking about, you know, when, when they open this capsule of information and knowledge where they yeah. can go back from that. But that's what we deserve, respect. Right. Just like every other culture, every other person, individual deserves so. Black people here in America deserve it as well. That's the fight for. We're yeah. not asking for you to bow down to us and kiss the ring and the pranky and then like that. We're asking for you just to show us respect. Treat yeah. us as human beings with strengths and talents, just like you may have had. Treat us, and, and I find it amazing that We'll touch on this in everything culture in the future, mm. but I always find it amazing when, as a previous caseworker working with children in foster care and child welfare, when you had a, a family, a white family, mm-hmm. especially rural Southern, mm. that would have biracial children, Black mm-hmm. children to be specific, majority of the time, they don't like, and I've had a woman say directly, you and my kind never really got along before. With biracial kids? Oh, oh, yeah. They brought biracial grandchildren. Oh. They and them have raised their biracial grandchildren. Okay. And stating that not until I had my grandchildren start, you know, raising them in there, because they now they're raising them in the community that they was once part of, well, they're still part of, but they have to check their friends, their neighbors, and how mm-hmm. they talk about not only other black people, but their grandchildren themselves, they had to become empathetic to our plight and what we represented until they had something that they loved and respected themselves, that they have a connection to. Mm. That's why building these connections are important. Unfortunately, we have to do that, but that's how we we can see these things. And now they're fighting for black people because and when this black woman said, y'all are just like you and I, and I'm like, that's what my people been telling you for years, decades, centuries. Right. And now you see yourself in it mm-hmm. because understanding my folks, whoever's listening to when I say my folks, my human beings, that race is a construct. A box. Race is completely made up. Yeah. I said this before, I'm going to say it again. I want to make sure if you're hearing this episode, race is not real. It was just made up, but it's been made up in these structures and this society we have now, the system we have now, it's been created. It's like the game of Monopoly. Mm-hmm. It's been created, and we want to get out the game, but we have to make sure everything is equal before we end this game. Right. And you have to understand that it is a game that was created to manipulate. Um, Simple as that. It was not only to many, it was to control. Yeah. It was to control. And people say, you can, and now you can't just say, oh, let's end the game when the game is still happening. You can't tell us that, oh, well, racism doesn't matter when racism does. Racism is, racism is still real. That's part of it. Racism real. Every day. Correct. And it's the thing where we continue to, we, one day we'll get there. Reparations have to be a part of it that we talked previously. Mm Mm-hmm. 
but I've seen a lot of growth, not only with starting everything culture, but also with just communication and uh, conversations I've had with people personally as well. We still have a long way to go. Yeah. We still have a long way to go, even with ourselves and how we look at ourselves and not take these systems and this propaganda that's been set for us to be, look at ourselves lesser right. and to behave lesser. Right. But we, I think it's to the point we still working and searching to know our culture and our behavior and what do we feel is appropriate for us as Black Americans as well. Right. And we determine that, not other entities. Right. Um, I just want everyone, including people who look like us, to start doing the research work themselves and stop waiting for people to give you your history. Stop waiting for people to give you um, your what I need to know. Uh, as far as people with kids, these kids need the acknowledgement of the past so they can be very successful and guided in the right direction for their future. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. Um, we are as parents, as coaches, as mentors, these kids first teachers, and then they go to school for teachers to teach them uh, a curriculum that it, we know in the United States is outdated. Um, and we have to come home and allow them to spill what they've learned on us. And we talked about this, how that should be a daily conversation in one of our episodes. And the more we do that, the more we can get on top of what this government's plan may be to limit Black people as a whole 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now. Because the reality is that's how our government thinks. 20 years from now, what is the setup going to be? What should the structure look like and who should be in power in those structures? And so with all of the episodes, I'm gonna go through them. We'll give our little thoughts on them. And then we're gonna tell you what will help black people persevere. I got like five secret questions for Drake that he don't know nothing about. Uh, I'm gonna discuss those and that's going to be the episode for today. I want people to take from this what they need, um, take from this what is a teachable moment and have a discussion. And if someone comes to you and they want to discuss um, a challenge that most Black people face, please don't look at it as in you're the blame or this is your fault. Let me tell you why you're wrong. Look at it as a teachable moment. We're not here to make other people who are not us feel bad. We're here to create a space of understanding and communication about what is on the table, right? Remember the word okay. respect. 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 Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Google, everybody need to take the time and Google respect too. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. All right, there we go. All right, so the first episode that we did um dropped in 
when did that drop? In uh, October, okay? Close to the end of October. Uh, I wanted to introduce what the series was. And so that was episode one, Talks They Don't Want to Have. And uh, we talked about what the series was going to be, what we wanted people to get from the series, and what it would consist of. Right. And so the second episode, Jake was like, so we can't get into this without introducing us and our background and where we're from and our upbringing. So episode two was coming up black because we both lived in the United States in different states, but we've come up black. OK, the, the our, spectrum of black. Yes. In our different cultures throughout uh, different states dealing with different things. Right. Episode three was being twice as good because this is overwhelming feeling in various black households where there's an extra conversation that has to have with your children and your kinfolk about why you can't go up in these white people's spaces and act a certain way or talk a certain way or do certain things. Um, and what's expected of us when we go into stores, what's expected of us when we go into uh, corporate settings, what's expected of us when we, even dressing, you know, still to this day, dressing for Black people is a conversation about what's not professional, right? And so more challenges that we're trying to break through. Episode four was the de-evolution of the Black church, okay? Mm. Because when, when it comes to Black people in America, a big chunk of our weekly go-to thing is the Black church. Our community uh, center system of getting together throughout history was coming together, praising together, talking together, protecting together in a Black church, a Black setting. Whether it was a barnyard or a shack, we was doing it, right? Or just in the field. Once again, it kind of goes back. The conversations that we're having right here, we're yeah. had in the church. That yeah. unity was in the church the fight right. was in the church how we was able to escape and find refuge and safety was in the church and how we got away from that and why we've gotten away from that and where it's at now it was a great conversation mm -hmm. yeah uh, uh episode five was the prejudice and discrimination of our people um that was a lot on various levels we discussed it if you want to check it out please check it out Episode six was workplace and wage gaps for Black people. Um, Google it. You're going to find articles upon articles from every year of what we've dealt with and are still dealing with throughout history. Has it gotten better? Yes. Is there still work to be done? Yes. So that's why it has to be a constant discussion of where were we, where are we, where are we trying to go? Um for episode seven, the influence of capitalism for Black Americans. And what's so funny is Drake put in the group chat and discussed on his TikTok about how a company is now allowing people to rent uh, name brand sneakers that they know predominantly Black people may want to have. And there's companies so in predominantly Black communities too. Yes. Not only Black, but low-income, but Black and low-income communities. Yes. So uh, that episode was really about how 
Black people are targeted in the U.S. Um, by capitalism, and that was a great example of that happening in real time. Um, the next episode we did after that was episode eight, Education Inequalities for Black Americans, because they're real, um, they're apparent, and if we don't see them, we can't fill in the loopholes of how a high schooler got to 11th grade reading on a third grade level, or how a um, third grader does not know how to write his name, or doesn't know how to do tie his shoes, certain life skills that need to be on top of being done were missed, then why was it missed? And so when we understand the clarity of education for Black children and even Black adults, there are some Black adults still that are just learning how to read, you know? And it's not to point fingers and make fun of, it's like what happened in your past, how you got this far without knowing this skill. So um, that episode, we talked about that. Episode nine is soul food helping or hurting the Black community. <laughs> Drake gave me some pushback on that, y'all. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> you ain't gonna dismiss the culture, you know, balance. Right. Hey, and before we go for it, I want to talk about this quickly because I think it'll be hit some points. Yeah. Um, Cat Williams made, you know, the broke the internet where people say yeah. that interview. And how he expressed how far people can go. Like he talked about the comedian Earthquake. Mm -hmm. That Earthquake is um, illiterate. He can't read. And that's why he can't make it in or have a show for himself. Because he couldn't read the cue cards and things yeah. of that nature. But his comedy got Earthquake to the level that he was at in his career. His ta other talents that he had. Right. Floyd Mayweather. His talents got him that far and be a multimillionaire. Boxing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Robert Kelly is illiterate. That has been known for. You know, glad he's. We're happy that he's incarcerated, but mm -hmm. he made it to the level that he was at because of his talents of singing and so having other people in support of them. All these other people have support too. I want right. to be mindful of that. So how we continue to educate ourselves and support one another is how we continue to go forward. We should not continue to dismiss and tease one another, but it will become a barrier. But finding ways to go past these barriers and educate people as well is going to be the best thing for us to do. So I want to bring that up. Right. Mm. Now back to that soul food. Continue, Shan. <laughs> uh, episode 10, 10 things reparations would change. That was a great one. Mm. Um, every day I'm checking the numbers and that keeps climbing. So that tells me y'all are curious about it. Um, y'all have thoughts about what reparations would help and... Uh, like Drake said at the beginning, that is something that has to be done in order for us to really start pivotally making a difference in what our foundations will be as a community for Black Americans. Uh, number 11 was a favorite, uh, the beauty in being Black, mm. because there is so much beauty in it. Um, just everything, like what's a day without seeing Black pe beautiful people? I don't know. I don't want to know. Uh, so it was good. It was a good conversation to have. Episode 12 was mentorship programs are needed for Black American youth uh, because they are. And um, we talked about different youth groups that may help across the United States. We talked about um, what mentoring does, um, how mentoring is pivotal 
for the young black people of today because let's be let's face it the young black people of today you know if we don't understand them if we don't talk to them those are going to be the the black people that are going to make the decisions on how they take care of us in old age how certain things are in place for us in old age because we got to take care of each other so we have to learn better ways on how to communicate how to guide them how to let them know that certain resources are out here for them that way they can be in a better position than we were at their age and for me as a mom I want my kids to be in a better position than I was at their age. And so far, I'm going to give myself a pat on the back because I have done it. Like, I believe that children should fully 100% be engulfed in being children in their childhood because it's just, so, it's just a small time of their lifetime that they have to experience that and uh, have that confidence building time and that curiosity building time before life starts forcing them into these boxes of responsibility. And so that's a great conversation to have uh, just across the board. And then we did uh, episode 13, the Black Impact in Sports. That was a great one. If you have anyone that's doing any projects or um, needs a history check on Black people in sports in America, please check out that. Drake did a great timeline on there. We had a great discussion. Even though I'm not a sports girl, I learned some things, okay? And a lot of times it takes unlearning to learn something new. You know, got to get rid of something old that was said and replace it with some truth. And so that was a great episode. And then episode 14, here we are, okay? And we are here because regardless of all those challenges that I just talked about and those things that need to be put on the table to create conversation, we're pushing through despite it. And that's the whole thing about Black American people is, yes, we've dealt with a lot of things in history. Um, yes, there's space uh, for growth, but at the same time, we gotta be better. That happened, what needs to happen, where are we going so things can happen is what we have to be focused on. You know, uh, yes, we were hurt. Um, yes, a lot of our um, generations were pushed back, but it's all about, okay, how are you showing up? And the way that I try to show up as a Black woman living in the United States is being a great example when I'm in a space of mixed cultures. Um, I try to be... Um, not part of the stereotype in a negative sense. Um, I try to check myself before I step into certain spaces. Um, I have a real discussion about uh, if I want the respect from other people, how do I show that I'm deserving of that respect? Um, I make it a point to have certain conversations when my children see people acting a certain way in a store or in a place of service. Uh, yesterday, I had to do it with Anya, you know, being in the nail shop. And it's the conversations like those that social media is great um, for because you can not only have those small discussions that are important with your family, but you can talk to the world and say, hey, I know sometimes things may not work out in the best sense, but there's a way to talk to people who are giving you a service. Um, 
what how you act and what you say to other people ricochets on other people in that room and gives other people an impression of this is how you all do this or this is how it's always going to be but this is how you is it it's, it's like a statement it's a statement that i say quite often yeah. i don't represent all black people but i represent all black people okay yeah. whether yeah. you want to own it or not a lot of people dismiss it as just me and my individuality yeah is an individual like once again we are a collective and yeah. we talk about that do we act as we're for collective okay if you're part of any type if you you represent your job okay <laughs> you know what i mean it's like even if when you put on a badge, you got a uniform on, if you're in the military, you're a police officer, you're a nurse, you're any of those things, you're, you got a robe and a gavel, you're, you know, representing judge, you're representing something. Mm -hmm. And by us being born, you know, this is something that people may have a disagreement about, but at times I'm like, man, that's just something I do as an individual. Cause all black people may not support what I'm doing here. Right. But once again, we are a spectrum too. Because like anime, anime was once a thing, was not always supported in our community. Now it's big in our community, um, being called a blurred. But the way I hold myself and still know how to play spades, okay? <laughs> once again, but we have to stop shaming each other for being different. Yeah. But we have to support each other for the excellence. And once again, going back to our, you know, slips is having that respect and that support and having grace for one another. Getting to that point, other people are going to shame us. Mm -hmm. There's enough propaganda out there for us to be hated. Yeah. Okay. And we have to understand what's going on in other cultures too. Education mm -hmm. go all the way around. That's why we started everything culture. Yeah. When we learn, I'm watching some great shows right now, and they have the same thing that we may go through. They have a cultural difference that they go through, and mm -hmm. they have the same hate. So yeah. I would say, I don't want to be around any black people because of this, this, and that. Like, hmm. I know a lot of black people say, I don't want to be around any Asian people because of this, this, and that. Me too. I know a lot of people who think, you know, just because you're this color, all of you are like this. And I'm just like, you can't where, do that. because Where do we get it from? Where do we get those ideologies from? I know where we got it from. But, um, and I, I talk to the girls about this too, like, you can't hate a group of people based upon one person or a couple of people. Um, and we'll do it I, all the time, though. People do do it all the time. And I think that's why it's super important for Black people to travel outside of their environment, travel outside of their state, travel outside of this country, because you'll start to see that all shades of people um, deal with a level of um judgment and prejudice and sometimes the darkest people among a tribe or a group deal with some inequality because they're darker or their hair is uh thicker or curlier or not straight enough and then you start to see how it levels out but because for this series we focus just on black americans mm -hmm. we can get too deep into that but those are some of the things that when I would travel to other spaces and be around different ethnicities of people and I go home, it leveled me out. It, it leveled out the ignorance that I probably had before I went. Uh, and no, I was going to say, and I absolutely agree with that. And it's not only you have to try inter internationally, but just locally too. Yeah. Go outside your state and you can yeah. see something different. 
Go outside. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. My name is Shan. You can support my podcast by visiting shanbypodden.com or donating to the link in the show notes. For Drake, you can support by checking out his podcast, leaving a review, donating to Everything Culture with Red Circle, or visiting everythingculture.com. Thank you so much. Now back to the show. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. I enjoyed this series. Here are some books to read to educate you and maybe your family about Black Americans and our history. First, we have Dirt Don't Burn by Larry Roarder, Black Fortunes by Stamonium Wells, 180 Degrees, Unlearn the Lies You've Been Taught to Believe by Fergus O'Connor Greenwood, The Miseducation of the Negro by Carter Goodwin Woodson, Some People Need Killing by Patricia Evangelista, The Color of Law by Richard Rothstein, The Destruction of the Black Civilization by Chancellor Williams. Check out these books. There's a lot more. There are so many resources for us to learn about us and for you to learn about us that it makes no sense that we don't know. Here are some great podcasts to learn about Black Americans. Wild Black, Black History Buff Podcasts, Black History for White People, Everyday Black History, Black Cowboys, Black Sheep, We the Black People, Real Black History, How We Get Free, Make It Plain, Dreams of the Black Wall Street, The Wake Up. There are so many more podcasts that support the history of Black people and educating people of today through podcasting. You just have to look for it. Please use your search part on the podcast apps that you have. I appreciate you guys so much. Sometimes people in your own neighborhood stop being scared, but we are boxed in in so many different ways from really having true freedom. It's scary. So. And we do that by the, even the mindset of com. I, I never forget I had a conversation with someone who was talking on Facebook, and I I can't. I said something like, "Oh, that's." They said this was common sense. I was like, "Well, was really, no such thing as common sense." Okay, this person got upset, tried to be all sassy, and she get off. I like, ma'am, you ain't never lived outside the, the town that you were raised in, and I ain't like if that's what you choose to do. But if I'm trying to tell, and that's why that how common sense created when you have no other when you you're putting a boundary on yourself. Yeah. When you know, okay, you don't go to this restaurant at this time. This common sense, everybody should know that. No, everybody that you're around should know that. Everybody that you only know. Same thing when you come to somebody's house. If yo, if the fire alarm go, not fire alarm, but what's it called that that beep, um, fire detector go off? Well, that's the fire detector. Everybody's not used to hearing that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not used to seeing roaches in their house either. Mm-hmm. Some people are. Once again, but these are cultures have been created. And when you step outside, you can have your foundation, but have your foundation. When you step out, learn something new. Right. And I'm going to say this too, going back when we talk about, well, let's keep it just in home. Let's keep it in house. We got to stop shaming one another. Once again, I'm going to say it again. 
We have some people that has been hurt in the, by our own community, not by anyone. And they don't look at anyone else to hurt them. They may get hurt by other people, but we have to get out to the point of hurting and dismissing one another. Mm. The unnecessary shame, the dogpiling of one another. Mm. Because when they, when those people decide, you know what? I don't want to be around these people anymore. These people hurt me, which is an automatic reaction. Either it's fight or flight. Yeah. Either I'm going to continue to hurt people that look like me or I'm going to stay away from people that look like me. And that also creates a box of people who are completely okay with someone like me being out in the open and getting hurt or being mistreated. Oh, oh. Not care. Yeah, that, because they feel like that's what they do. Yeah. They they fall into that system. It, it, and once again, where did it come from? Mm. They were taught. But like people have they learned and lived experiences. Yeah. Where did you learn it or did you live it? Right. And if you if all once again, and I I've had conversations with people when I started this platform here about oh, I can't stand no black man. How many black men have you been around? Right. All black women, all black women do this. Uh, how many black what are you basing it off of your limited perspective? Your limited perspective. Cause we are such a mass variety of different personalities and behaviors. Air all of we do not have the same. And that's the most beautiful thing about us too. We come in different shades, come in different personalities, attitudes. Like we're all different. But when we can stop this whole you ain't black. Once again, that black card, it's a joke, but people be taking it to heart. Like, like seriously, if you don't know how to play space, that means you just don't know how to play space. Period. Now, <laughs> you may not, you know, you can't play. When we start playing, don't bitch about it. <laughs> That's what I was saying. But you just don't know how to play. If you want to learn, you'll learn. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know how to play chess. Okay. I don't like playing dice. Mm-hmm. And it, once again, those are reasons behind all these things that we do. We are a spectrum. Right. Like, and I, like, and love us for it. If we can start loving one another and understanding how to love one another, we continue to grow and continue to protect one another too. Yeah. But we have that that love for it. So that respect, that love, that... that... And be willing to learn. Yes. Yes. Like your relationship, I don't care what kind of relationship it is, is not going to grow in the in the best way if you're not willing to learn a person. Mm. Mm. Well, who respect and learn somebody. Because yeah. some people don't try to learn somebody to get what you want out of them. Yeah. Manipulation. Okay. Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay, so I have five questions for you. For and me? I might answer some. I don't know. Oh, okay, Lord. my first question is <laughs> Uh, what did you enjoy most about this series? Um, what did I enjoy most about this series? Talks they don't want to have. Yeah. Just the research. That was yeah. dope. Learning something um, new. Yeah, so the research and learning something new. You know, even with the um, the statistics with in the workforce all the way to all the the accomplishments in sports and black first you know though that was awesome to do 
And when I looked up the, we had a discussion about what well, when was the black um, the what of the black church? I also get the exact title of it. The evolution of the black the church. the evolution of the black church. We didn't touch on nowhere near the accomplishments came from the black church. But when I was researching it, sheesh, the 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 readings and the videos and the the other podcasts I was listening to, I'm like, y'all better get it in order. Yeah. Okay. And it talked to even when it not even not even that, but even when we talk about the flaws that we still have, we had them back then. That's the point. We still have we had them back then. Yeah. The 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 messiness, the controversy in the church, in like how got like some of the biggest gospel music artists, how they stepped away from gospel and started doing R and B. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. But it started in the church. Oh, when they're talking about like Going through the like, not it was the chitlin circuit, but for gospel music, gospel singers, was it the 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 blind quartet, the blind brothers that were gospel singers? Do you know them, Shan? There, I've been known since I was a little boy, but they talked about their experience and story, and they going singing and they getting signed contracts with this church, and they stepping, and then some people were just straight sinners, but they were good singers. Yeah. It was it was that was a really dope experience. So I I absolutely enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed um you know I'm always trying to research. I had it big for a reason. But I enjoyed this not feeling like a thing that had to be done. It felt like just a continuous conversation that we would have in like the group chat. Because it's us, Shane. I know. Well, you That's know, this why I podcast. picked, that's why I picked you to do it because I'm just like oh, I could I could trust the uh level headedness of where I'm trying to go with this purpose here. Um And and I that think we have a good back and forth too. I Yes, think we have a that's good what back it and needs forth. to be in order for this to be a talk people want to have is to relax the discussion because some people come into certain topics that we discuss ready to be defensive A little bit too, a little bit too passionate. I said yeah it. and it's like I'm not trying to beat you up about um these points I'm trying to let you know why these points exist and how we can be better um from what we're discussing so that's what felt good to me about this series and I enjoyed doing it my second question is what gives you the strength to show up in excellence every day God. That's man. When I say that, I mean that wholeheartedly. Uh, y'all, like I was talking to wifey that I'm about to start. You know, I do go over Bible scripture every day. Mm-hmm. Usually, the first thing I do. Either I roll over, look at my phone, and see the scripture for the day, read a little bit of it, or I'm actually pulling out my study Bible and going through like certain stanzas all throughout. And we do it together quite often as well. But That's what I, it takes
being imperfect. Hmm. So yeah. Um, for me, mine is uh, having an experience of not being allowed to be a hundred percent in my youth, in my childhood, and uh, making sure I'm doing my best to allow at least two children in my control to fully experience their childhood with the protection and guide guides that they need, whether it's me or their dad or people I allow to be around them when I'm not around uh, and showing them like, yes, there's some negativity in the world, but you don't have to conduct yourself in that way. I don't conduct myself in that way. Um, I know of it. I educate you on it, but here's the difference. And every day when I could wake up and be like, I'm not doing the things I want to do. I'm going to do what I want to do. Or me being selfish, me showing up for myself because I know that's like my purpose with them. Um, it helps them feel like, well, my mom does it so I could do it or my mom makes it happen so I can make it happen. So just being that everyday encouragement for them allows me to stay in my pocket. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, number three. Do you believe that there are sacrifices that Black people make that are healthy for our culture and some that are unhealthy? And if you do, what do you think those are? Well, first of all, the answer is yes. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> now, which one's specific? Man. She Gets a Podcast will be right back. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's early in the year. Christmas is done. Happy New Year's were said. We heard them, okay? But how do you feel? It's tax time and frustration is on the rise all across the board. Layoffs are still happening and people have lost loved ones. And the way that life was being lived in 2023 is not what's happening at the beginning of this year. You just need some relief. But sometimes going out with friends or going out with family and talking to them is not help. It's not helping. And it's okay. Sometimes you need to find a way to climb out of your thoughts in a positive way. If you need professional help, try BetterHelp. They will work right with you. Contact www.betterhelp.com slash she gets it. You can get started today with 10% off your first month with BetterHelp to get the relief you need to be your best self again. Do not sit in those thoughts. Get the help you need today. Now back to the show. It's hard to say. Because once again... Because there's one that always stands out for me. The sacrifice? Yeah. Um, I don't... I, unhealthy sacrifice. I don't like when older people constantly try to beat 
the point in I could have been this and I wanted to do this, but here I am doing this for you or showing up for you. Like to tell someone young who wants to strive to be their best, it's kind of like telling them, don't you dare think you have the allowance to come out here and do what you want to do. You do what you need to do. And it's like, it gives them like this, let me fade into the background and not be my greatest self because this needs to be paid because my grandma did it or my mom did it. And so um, for me and my family, a lot of my uh, family that grew up and was raised in Jamaica and then came here later, do it as in like, your struggle is easier than my struggle. You don't need to complain about nothing because I didn't grow up here. I didn't grow up in foreign. It's kind of like, no, when you come here, they look at us as one. You know, it's not, um, you have to keep telling me that you didn't live in a country where I had, where you had all this opportunity and you should be negative and mad about it the whole time. And it's like this feeling of, um, better than that's always pushed in everything that you do and it creates this divide that doesn't have to be there and I, I, I don't feel like negative quote-unquote what they see, think is encouragement is positive results is not yeah. I feel you coming from um hmm I want to be careful how I respond because mm -hmm. once again, I'm a very empathetic person. Yeah. So even when some things that I didn't understand as a child, I understood wholeheartedly as, adult, as an adult. Mm -hmm. And one of the sacrifices that I think is better for the community is the, the time you put in your education. Um, either your trade, educate. Once again, you it can be formal or something you're doing is the work that twice being twice as good. I believe that is something that we still have to do. I had a conversation with some people feel like, yeah, we hear my kids ain't got to do that anymore, and I've seen that happen many generations beforehand, and how them kids are struggling, yeah, and grandkids struggling, yeah. That 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 foundation that was built, mm -hmm. it's crumbling <laughs> because a lot of things they don't know what happened along the way, or I can say I once again worked in. A, I've seen stable households come together, and they have, and, they, and once again, this we just talking about black people, but I know it extends beyond us as well. Mm -hmm. But we already have so many other barriers in front of us, and that's why I can understand why they have you have to be so strict and stern and. Like everybody's not going to be to that point. So that the foundation of working hard, the the sacrifice of working hard, that is something that I believe is something that's beneficial for us. Yeah. But I also recognize it hurts us as well. Yeah. I, I that those gender roles that were put in place that I think that is something that holds us back as well. Those expectations for it. Is one, and I and I not have an understanding. It. It's both. It's a connection. I believe that's the sacrificing those gender roles that were not created by us. I believe that's beneficial for us as well. That we step away from that. That's a sacrifice that I've seen that's been beneficial. Now all of us haven't done it, but mm -hmm. I'm know that's beneficial. Um, but to go back to that hard work, I saw someone 
recently younger generation say this online from their bedroom when their bills are being paid by their parents on the internet paid by their parents on the phone paid by their parents you feel me that my dad he's not much of a dad all you did was provide that's it only thing you did was work That was just one of the most unempathetic things, in empathetic things I ever heard. One, one of them, not the most, but it was it was high. That you never thought about what was he told to do. Right. You didn't stay in this big house where he give you the ability to do these things, have the privilege. And once again, it's cool to have. People think I was born with a silver spoon. I was not. I was born to bust my butt. But that also reinforces that. Look how much I've put in work in myself to make people have the assumption that I was given. agreed, and uh, it's the audacity for people to have that disrespect. And it's once again, and as a black man, it goes back. I tell people to read the book of Spook Who Sat by the Door because this is nothing new. Yeah, that when this black man was sacrificing his peace, when his he said the first chapter, one of his biggest challenges was middle class. Black people. That was one of his first challenges that he had. And the thing was, they was looking, trying to look down on him. They felt that they were better. They wanted that elitism that white people had. But his sacrifice was giving back to the community. Not for himself, not for his own wealth. Giving back to the community. But it takes that hard work. And I, once again, I believe a lot of us, like this is my perspective, have gotten a little too comfortable with things in life. We don't have enough fighters. We have enough people like, oh, I'm okay where we're at. Yeah. We became passive. We become docile. Mm. And now that it was to that point when their kids are to that point, like, I don't know where we're going to be in the next 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. I honestly do not know. I don't have kids. That's one thing, like, that's a sacrifice that is like to focus on more of my career, my Uh, um, leveling up, but now I'm trying to have that and build more people in the society to be better. They try mm -hmm. to continue to. Well, we that's what we're talking about right here. Mm -hmm. If we had to just work on the the ten people we can call right now, you and I, if we had ten people we can reach out to and start our own city, a government town, or whatever. Mm -hmm. We'll be comfortable. Do we have ten people we can reach out to? I don't know. Yeah. I with that conversation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we say, but we don't. We've not shared. We talked about this before. Remember when we first came together? Shout out to Peabody and the Social Complex podcast, man. When we first started chatting with Bespoke, when we first came together. That was the conversation, the big thing yeah. that we didn't need nothing else. And they were people was upset at me because I was like, no, nah, I want to live in a diverse community. Mm -hmm. But if we can't think of ten people we can call. Like, who would I want? Who I can put in governance. A lot of people don't want to step up to these positions. Because that's you to show up. Agreed. And that's something I want to talk about. Like, once again, that's a sacrifice that put in to take that that's necessary that benefits us to learn from different cultures, learn from different values, learn, go back and home and see what worked for us all across what works for other people and continue to educate one another. Yeah. But being distracted by controversy and BS 
a certain type of entertainment that is not beneficial for us, that's that's not the move. And that's, I think, a less a luck. I would say the sacrifice of work or luxury hurts us quite a bit. Oh, the illusion of luxury. Mm, so, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like that. Y'all talking about foolery, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The illusion of luxury. That's that's a different that's a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a fourth question is despite what black Americans are faced with, how do you continuously show up in kindness and courage? Me? Mm -hmm. I go that, that I think that was from number number two, God. Yeah, I don't think y'all understand. <laughs> I don't think y'all understand. Like, I have faith. Yeah. I don't have faith in people. Yeah. Like, I want y'all to understand that y'all are going to fail me. Yeah. I'm going to fail me. Yeah. You're going to fail yourself. But if we don't have God in us, so that's that's the main thing to keep me going. You know, I don't have that expectation that like when I and I mean that in a long term. Now, if I ask Shane to show up, can you show up here at four o'clock? You know. I, I have faith that she may may show once again may it's not a hundred percent, but as far as bringing me peace, hope, and the struggle, I've seen it. it. It's it's too much going on. I've seen the pattern. I've seen the struggles, and having faith not only in God, but that's what give me a bit more faith in people because that's what's in us. You know, that's my thing. I know I don't want people to feel like it's a cop out. But y'all, someone, I was Shane told me some people look at me so positive and happy. But y'all, I could be one of the most depressed people in the world if I don't have my Listen, word. And that's what society needs to move away from that depression looks one way or sadness looks one way. Sad, a sad, the saddest person could be the one with the biggest smile in the room. And, and I, I want to be mindful. I am happy. But, I, but the thing is, but if I just allowed a lot of the negativity, Men, people, give me. When I say men, men and women, that that is synonymous for everyone. Human beings, give me. Yeah. No, yeah, that's one thing. I, I, nah, nah. But that's my, that's my. We will have struggles. I get up and go for it. I got family. I got loved ones. You know, but God will truly get me through. Yeah. Um. You know how people be on this thing of. Oh, you gotta be delusional to get it done. You gotta be for a lot of people. The feeling that those who say you gotta be delusional, or I'm gonna be delusional and I'm gonna get the, it done. Delulu. Delusion that you feel like is delusion is a faith to someone else who has a, a connection with their creator mm. or, or who they, you know, show praise in. And for a lot of issues that come up in life, you got it. You have to believe in something bigger. You know, maybe you are homeless and you get a house and it's not the greatest house, but you got to believe in something bigger. You got to believe in the little steps in order for you to get to the big part of what you really want. And a lot of people sometimes don't try because they too busy thinking I need to go from point A to point G now. And 
you're ungrateful for the in-between. And so, yes, you have to believe in something bigger than you. You got to believe in like, you know, we're going to do this. It's going to take four months, but I promise you at the end, it's going to be this. And not everybody has that. Um, not everybody has that push through or that consistency. So yeah, I, I get you when you say that. Um, my last question is systematic obstacles that are still an issue today that irritate you. What's the, what's the main one? Food, hunger. Yes. Food um, should be food should be absolutely basic food should be absolutely free. Yeah, I don't understand. Like huh? we have enough of it. If it's not like it's a basic need. Water is a basic need. Okay. All these things are, you know, grown and given. You we can pay people who and y'all make a lot of it fake anyway. But the, the once again, it's enough out here to take care of us. It's too we much waste. Away so much as a too much waste. Too much waste, and it's it's come from capitalism, um, commercialism, going throughout the sale of it, the thought process. I've seen crates and carton like I'm talking about pallets of Oreos and avocados from fresh food to liquor Fred, and pouring baby. out, thrown away, and I've seen people in the store steal. Yeah. I seen people beg, and I'm like, my whole this is stuff is free. You no, know, we can know where the resources are at, but the resources are right there. Yeah. But it's all for that mean, mean, mean green. It's the, first... the only country that said having food is not a human right. Mm, stay, st stood on it. Stood on it. Double down. Okay. And like, purposely, it's not I... purposely genetically modified. God's plants to not reproduce because we don't want people to get oh. free food off of this. And it goes back to that. That's a mindset of luxury. <laughs> Look how much food I can throw away. Look, I can throw this away. Or someone that grew up in poverty, I know people may, once again, that's what I talked about, how I come up and what frame my mindset, my belief system from is that we didn't throw food away. That was hell no. Now, I know some people may act like they hood and all this, not it. You wasn't, baby. You know, mm -hmm. I can, like, that. I know some dudes out here that, like, act like they went through some most. And your mama's attorney, your daddy's a doctor. Right. You you didn't live like that, bucko. Or even, we didn't even explore this. Even this uh, craving to be from the bottom or from the ghetto. We talked about. Did we talk? We met. I think we were going to talk about it in the music and uh, entertainment, and how um, we've had a conversation about it. Talked about how it's glorified. It's looked at as fun. It's cute. It's right. it's edgy. Trust me. Going like going to sleep hungry ain't nothing edgy about that. Yes, but and going back to the food, making sure that that mindset if is and that it expands past just black people don't get me wrong but we're talking about just of black people um knowing foods that we eat back to the soul foods mm -hmm. but knowing why we have so much attachment to these foods as well yeah. i think if we had more access to food and different foods as well i think we will go past we can still have our roots in our soul food but we'll try new things as well 
going past food apartheid, not food desert, but food apartheid, knowing that goes back into the where we're getting at. This is not a coincidence. Okay. Deserts are natural God made areas. Okay. Apartheid, apartheid is something that's intentional where you can't find grocery stores or anywhere you can get vegetables for a decent price, but you have a McDonald's, a Burger King, a Taco Bell, um, Store. you know, a gas station, just have nothing but treats and snacks and all that. And, and you, got more, you got more pawn shops and rent to own space, spaces around and liquor stores. Those are, that's food apartheid. Those are built playing areas and spaces to keep us in a position of poverty and you know unfreedom let me say that yeah um i think mine would be the fact that black people still have to erase themselves from their home to be able to sell it or appraise it mm -hmm. that bothers me still or mm -hmm. black realtors are um recommended that maybe you don't want to do this because you're not going to get a lot of business still because of what you look like and it's just like come on it's 2024 let's move along you know but again it just shows us like how embedded this uh ignorance and hate is and that's why we have to show up every day push through every day um you know when it comes to how long black people may stay unemployed versus, you know, other ethnicities or um, why we have to go through so many hoops to just be paid at a level of what we deserve in workspaces next to someone who didn't do a lot of the accomplishments we did uh, just because of who we are. And so not knowing these things may give you the illusion that you are equal. You know, not having these conversations may give you the illusion that you can relax, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's what's happening um, for a lot of people is uh, this illusion, like, what's happening to them is also happening to me. It's fair now. And it's not fair. And if we don't discuss um, ways that it's not fair, or it's not equal, or it's not um, balanced, it's going to be this illusion like you don't have to work as hard. It's going to be this illusion like um, you can also fail this class and it's not a big deal because they failed this class and it's not a big deal. And that constant conversation and uh, reinforcement at home, uh, at your grandparents' house, with your uncle, with your coach, um, talking to people in different um work environments or uh, tiers of maybe corporate that might push diversity will probably give you a real discussion on where you're at or what options are out here for you. And um, I don't know if kids uh, have career days still, but <sighs> there has to be more diverse, okay? All of y'all not going to be on TikTok. And that's the conversation that needs to be had with these kids because they have an illusion like, I don't have to go get that 
bagger job at the grocery store. I'm gonna just do TikToks at home. It was I don't just a woman that left her home state where her family and support system was at to move to Houston, Texas to become a social media influencer and now they're homeless. Struck like but what was the what was the thought process? What was the project management skills? What was the resource? Well, you know, what was the one, two, three, and four? For that, you know, what was the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten steps for that? Yeah. And being at the age we're at, and they got people that were that were that were li- that rely on them. Once again, I'm gonna be stuttering. And then the work that I've seen, I've seen a lot of people make decisions just off a of whim without playing. Not saying sometimes a whim is needed, but you have to have what is your foundation? Yeah. What's your foundation? It's just like people who have a idea or want to start a business and think they don't have to have a business plan think they don't have to know their competitor think they don't have to know the market you do you know it's, it's a part of it and if you're not going to think it through then maybe you starting this business is not for you yeah but you become a hater you become negative you become dismissive of people's dreams when you say that and that's not the goal to go for it because once again People said when Harriet Tubman, not to run, she couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But you got to have that faith. Yeah. You got to have some type of foundation. What are you working off of? Why are you doing it? Yeah. And who who will your decision affect? Mm. Because even when she, the reason why and some of the three, the things she wanted to free her family, mm-hmm. but she didn't a friend, not her family, but she freed so many other people because she was doing it out of a faith of God. Yeah. Simply. Hey, people don't want to talk about that though. You know, had to be strong, had to fight, had to struggle, had to go through some things. You know, had to, had to um, punch some babies asleep. Okay. <laughs> Stop. But it was one of those things that I find that if you go try something, I used to tell my mentees that I'm not pushing nothing on you. I'm just sharing the experience that I've had in life and try to help you out. Mm-hmm. You're going to get to some things in life that I don't know nothing about. Yeah. When you get there, tell me all about it. I'm curious. Yeah. And I mean that. So we can, so you can mentor others. Yeah. Everybody didn't have to take the path of Drake. You know, everybody ain't gonna take the path to Shan. Yeah. Take your own path, but listen to your elders and listen to the people who have wisdom. Right. Too many people out here listen to fools. And don't allow the fears of fools to tell you not to do it. Because I think Ooh. a lot of people that do too. Like, the fools be making stuff look fun. Yeah. Temporary. Like it's, it's fun not having cares in the world. Or yeah. other people, or who you may affect. Yeah. But, you know, we all operate differently in this world. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Um, I want to make it the last. Yeah, to understand everybody's building and push through looks different because of what they were taught by who was guiding them. And even back to what you were saying about a father that works all the time and just provides. And that's all he does. But that's what he was told to do. 
Somebody probably told him how you show up as a man and a father is doing this. And uh, his wife and his he see how his wife is doing well. She's take care of the stuff at the home, do the type of support. His kids, anything they ask for is given to them. Any extracurricular activities they want to be a part of is there to build something better for them. And then when that child becomes older, their main thing is, yeah, you gave me all these things, but you wouldn't dare for me. Yeah. What else was I supposed to do? You wouldn't have to talk to your parents. Because they're older now, they can tell you that's why their parents were how they were. But imagine how their parents Thank were. Thank you. Let's have some empathy for one another. Right. That, it's no book for this. Right. And I never um, got to have a conversation with my dad about his um, upbringing, but I'm pretty sure how he thought he was being a father and a man is by doing what he did, um, being involved in the everyday and the talking to a child and uh, knowing what they're doing in class probably wasn't a level of fathering he was told he had to do. And so I don't... Um, dislike him for that but you gotta have your own experience to understand the experience of other people and um that's what i wanted people to get out of this series thank you so much uh if you would like to support drake or myself please check the links below check out everythingculture.com everything culture is its own podcast on its own platform next month he's gonna be doing great things like he does every month but it's a little bit better it's a little bit blacker okay and uh we're going to support him and enjoy it. If you want to find me, check out shambypodden.com. Next series for She Gets His Pod will be a little bit different. Mm. But it's still me. I'm still here. Drake is going to be in the midst of everything that's going on. So thank you so much for giving me your time and your ears and enjoying these visuals. And I hope we did what needs to be done. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Peace. Yeah. I know in today's episode, I did ask Drake these questions, but ask the people around you who have listened to this podcast, ask yourself, what did you most enjoy about this series? What gives you the strength to show up in excellence every day? Do you believe that there are sacrifices that Black people make that are healthy for our culture and some that are unhealthy? And identify them. Despite what Black Americans are faced with, how do you continually show up in kindness and courage for others? Lastly, there are systematic obstacles that we are still dealing with that are challenging us on an everyday basis. How do those systematic obstacles bother you? Do you even know how to identify them? And I think once we start thinking through those things, we'll identify where to put our energy and what our focus needs to be as a community, as families, as co-workers, as business owners, and we could be better people in our communities. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. Mm -hmm.